OFM Family Focus. It is Stroke Week on OFM, the sound of your life, and it culminates with World Stroke Day, the 29th of October. Joining me from the Heart and Stroke Foundation this morning, registered dietitian Kinza Hussain. Kinza, welcome to OFM. Thank you very much for having me on your show. <laughs> How big of a challenge is stroke prevention in South Africa? It's a very big challenge. And just to give an idea, every hour, 10 people suffer from a stroke in South Africa alone. So it is quite a big challenge. Um, and I think one of the main reasons for this is because most people are unaware of their risk factors for stroke. And, and to make this worse, risk factors don't actually present themselves until it's too late, for example, until a stroke occurs. So some of these risk factors are your high blood pressure, your high cholesterol, and they're known as silent killers because they hardly have any symptoms. So the only way you can make yourself aware of these risk factors is by actually getting your numbers checked, so getting your blood pressure, your cholesterol, your blood sugar levels checked. If we look at just one of these risk factors of high blood pressure, in South Africa, more than one in three adults live with high blood pressure, and it's responsible for one in every two strokes. And more than 50% of people with high blood pressure are actually unaware of their condition. So all of this really does make it difficult to prevent a stroke. So Kenza, can a stroke then be prevented? Yes, I think the first thing would be to make yourself aware of these risk factors and to find out if you have any of the risk factors. And then on top of that is to sort of figure out which risk factors you have control over because there's modifiable risk factors and then there's unmodifiable risk factors. But it's so important to know all of them because then you're aware of them and then like I said, you can perhaps have control over the modifiable risk factors. And these risk factors are usually lifestyle associated and they include your diet, physical activity, smoking, as well as alcohol consumption. So these are things that, you know, you can look into, you can have control over. So if we look at diet, for example, something as simple as staying away from the foods that are high in saturated fats or that are high in added sugar and salt is something that you can do that can, you know, help with reducing that risk. Because if we look at saturated fats, they increase our blood cholesterol. Too much added sugars can cause weight gain and too much added salt can increase your blood pressure. And all of these, the high cholesterol, the excess weight and the high blood pressure, as we spoke about, are all risk factors for stroke. But then still on the diet, we talk about the foods to avoid, but then it's also important to talk about the foods that you should include in your diet. So these include uh, foods that are high in fiber, which control the blood cholesterol, as well as the unsaturated good fats. Um, Examples of these are your fatty fish. And another very good thing about the fatty fish is that they contain essential omega-3 fatty acids, which our body can't make, but we need it from our diet. And why I make mention of this is because these fatty acids can help to reduce the blood pressure and thereby reducing the risk of stroke. So there are ways that you can put in that control, and that's just diet. There's things like the exercise I mentioned. If you try and incorporate 30 minutes of exercise on most of your days, that can help to reduce the risk factors of blood pressure cholesterol, things like smoking, we say that's something you have to completely avoid, whether it's direct you smoking or even secondary smoke, because that can also narrow your blood vessels, increase blood pressure. So these are the modifiable risk factors which you can control that can then reduce your risk. But I think in addition to that, it's also just important that if you do have unmodifiable risk like heredity, high cholesterol. In that case, you may be prescribed medications and then it is very important to adhere to those medications to keep those risk factors in control as well.
Kinzo Sane is registered dietitian at the Heart and Stroke Foundation of South Africa, joining us this Stroke Week on OFM. Kinzo, following a stroke, how can it be managed? So the first thing is that all patients with stroke need to be stabilized as soon as possible. And this is so you can control any problems that may impair recovery. And this includes things like careful management of hydration, nutrition, and swallowing problems, as well as preventing things like blood clots forming in the veins of the legs, for example. After the acute phase of stroke treatment, the focus of management then shifts to rehabilitation and also preventing another stroke from occurring. After the type of stroke is correctly diagnosed, then there's specialized treatments that may be considered depending on the patient's condition as well as services um, available. If we talk specifically on rehabilitation, the purpose is really to regain as much independence and confidence as possible. So the person might not be able to do exactly what they could before the stroke as rehabilitation cannot cure the damage done to the brain, but it can help the person to relearn how to make the best possible use of their body. Something like a stroke can affect, you know, the movement, the senses, feeding, emotions. So rehabilitation is something that needs to be personalized to the individual and it can include various professionals from doctors to physiotherapists to occupational therapists, speech therapists, dietitians. So it really It includes a multidisciplinary approach when it comes to the rehabilitation following a stroke. Kinza Hussain, Registered Dietitian at the Heart and Stroke Foundation of South Africa, joining us. Kinza, thank you very much for your insight and thank you for joining us today. It is a pleasure. Thanks for having me. OFM Family Focus.